such a time as this. As we celebrate your goodness, your loving kindness, your favor, your protection, your provision, we say please accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Lord, even as we go into your word, oh God, we pray that the Holy Spirit will take over. Then Lord God, that your word will do us good. Your word will bring about a change. Your word will stir us. Your word will inspire us. Your word will exhort us. Your word will encourage us. Your word, oh God, will make a difference in our lives. Let the entrance of your word give us light. Holy Spirit, breathe upon these words and expand the word of God unto us that will live here being blessed, that we know that we have been in your presence without a doubt. Speak, Lord, for your servant hear it. In Jesus' name, the Lord, we pray. Amen. Today, we are going to talk about something very, very, very important. We are going to talk about leaving a positive legacy. Leaving a positive legacy. Which means that if there is a positive legacy... There is also what? A negative legacy. Leaving a positive legacy matters a lot because it motivates, it inspires, and encourages others as Christians. We should be able to be an example to others in our areas of domain, be it physical be it uh, in a workplace, in your family, as a Christian, we ought to be able to leave a positive word, legacy. is very, very important. When we have legacy as a main factor that drive our actions, that drive our motives, that drive our behavior, that drives our attitude, that drive the way we relate to people, it makes a big difference because legacy actually is critically important to our existence. Somebody gave that to you, right? And you gave that to somebody. If the generations before you live wrong, and they didn't do what they ought to have done to help you succeed, half the time you're not going to succeed. But if generations that live ahead of you, or rather behind you, they did everything they have to do to lay a solid foundation for you, you know how problems struggling. Many of us struggle today because we had evil foundation. Because we have a wrong foundation. Because the legacy that was left for us 
was not a good legacy and we have to begin to try to create a good legacy starting now. I went to the dictionary and I found out the meaning of legacy. Miriam Webster dictionary said, uh, legacy is a gift by a will, especially of money or of other personal property. Something transmitted by or received from an ancestor or a predecessor or from the past. So legacy is something that has to do with where you have been. Hello. Although it is impacted by where you are now. I don't know if you get me. Legacy is something that where you have been, something you have done in the past, but it's being created, impacted by your actions now because what you do today, tomorrow becomes what? Legacy. And uh, there are important quotes that I, I, I put out here that I am going to share with you. Number one, all good men and women must take responsibility to create legacies that will take the next generation to a level where they could only can only imagine and this is from uh, Jim Rohn all all good men and women must take responsibility to create legacies that will take the next generation to a level where they could only imagine in other words beyond the level where you yourself was able to get to Number two, if you would not, if you would not be forgotten as soon as you are dead, either write something worth reading or do something worth writing, Benjamin Franklin. If you are dead today, what will you be remembered for? All you are going to die leaving behind is what? Your legacy. And that is what he's saying. Say, if you will not be forgotten as soon as you are dead. Many people are forgotten as soon as they are dead. In fact, some people even rejoice when some people die. Why? Because of their evil deeds. Because they are building, creating negative uh, legacies. Number three. The only thing you can take with you when you are gone is what you leave behind. John Alliston. The only thing that you can take with you when you are gone, when you are no more, is what you leave behind. If you are a parent, what will your children remember you for? As a mother, what will your children look back when they get married? Uh, because now you are married, now you are their mother. When they become mother of children, what will they remember? Ah, my mommy taught me this. My mommy taught me that. This is how my mom was able to handle this difficult situation and everything came out good. But if you don't have a good legacy, what happens? They will not know what to do. They will be confused. And that is why you see a lot of homes broken because they're always running back to mommy. I'm going to ask mommy, hey, I don't know. I've never been to this place before. What can I do? And if mommy tell them wrong, what happens? They married will crash. Number four, what we do for ourselves dies with us. What we do for others and the world remain and is immortal. Abba Pen. 
what we do, what we do for ourselves dies with us. But what we do for others and the world, we what? We remain. So in other words, we ought to be able to live not just for ourselves, but live for the benefit of other people around us. For example, as a mother, when you take decisions, you do not take decisions based on your current status, based on your current situation. Look at the future of your children and how you are going to build and prepare them for their own time when they face such a situation in their lifetime. But if you make decisions based on selfishness, based on greed, based on your loss or your emotions, or based on how you feel now, not minding the legacy you are leaving behind, you are creating the disaster for your future. Number five. This is from me, my own quote. Money cannot buy legacy. Money cannot buy legacy. Money cannot influence legacy. Money cannot rewrite your legacy after you are dead. It can only be on based on the price we are willing to pay now. We can only choose to color the pictures of our lives in the world of fame or in the world of shame. You decide how you live your life. You decide what you chose to be. You decide the kind of legacy you want to leave behind. And now let's turn to the Bible, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 1. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 1. That's number 6 on my quote. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 1. The Bible says, A good man is to be chosen rather than great riches, loving favor rather than silver and gold. A good name, a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. You can have riches all you want, but if you have a bad name, forget about the riches. The children will squander the money and they, even your bad name will become a hindrance for them. Your bad name will become a stumbling block on their way. So it is very important as mothers, as fathers, as brothers, as uncles, as nieces, and anybody that you are to any relation, any family member, it is very important for us to leave a positive legacy. Why is legacy very important? I have a few reasons here. Number one. Legacy is ongoing, an ongoing foundation that we build for others. Legacy is an ongoing foundation that we build for the future generation that they are going to build on. Have you ever heard somebody say, I came from so-and-so place? Right? In other words, they are telling you, that is my route. Have you ever heard somebody say, where I come from, but we don't do this? Right? They are telling you, I have a legacy, I have a culture. I have something to fall back to. I have a foundation where I'm coming from. But if they come from the wrong foundation, everything will be messed up. The biggest problem we have with Generation Y and Z today is because of wrong and faulty foundation. Why? You might ask. 
especially here in America, a lot of parents have mortgaged the future of their children. I say, Pastor, I don't understand because of their parents are into debt. That before their children even grow up, they are born, they are used to death already. That is not a good thing. But I pray that God will help us in Jesus' name. Number two, legacy have the power to inspire for good or for bad. And as Christians, our lives are supposed to inspire people to be closer to God. It's not because you preach. It's not because you can sing. It's not because you can quote the scripture. If you can do all of these things, but your life is a mess, will people follow you to church? Will people want to go to your church? When you are talking about Jesus, are they going to be excited? No, they will not be excited because they watch your life. I remember we were talking to somebody one time and they would say, this person is a minister. Ah, that person is a minister. If he can make heaven, I'm already in heaven. This is an unbeliever saying, if that man you call pastor is in heaven, is going to make heaven. There's a pastor. Me, I'm already in heaven as an unbeliever. There's no need for me to go to church. Because of his behavior. Because of the way he conducts himself. Because of the way he carries himself. In other words, he has left a bad legacy for that person. And the worst part is this. You never know who is watching you. Hello? You never know who is watching you. So as a Christian, anywhere you go, whatever you do, you become a message. You become what? A message. People are going to look at you. You are the Bible that people want to read. Yes, you can pray, you can do all you want to do, but when you come to cursing, how can you control your tongue? When it comes to foul language, bad language, are you able to contain or control yourself? How you carry and conduct yourself can influence people negatively or positively. Alright, let me measure two things. When you talk about George Washington in America, how do people feel? History student. When you talk about George Washington, people talk about his great leadership. How he was able to help America through the process of their constitution, the wars that they went through, his leadership and inspiration for America. He was one of the founding fathers of the great foundation that America is still built on today. He left a good legacy. Right? When we talk about Adolf Hitler, what do you remember? You remember horror. You remember pain. You remember the, 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 how many mothers became widows. He left a bad legacy. So where do you want you to be placed between these two? The positive or the negative, you can make that choice for yourself. Number three, legacy requires determination, commitment, and responsibility. Lack of determination, commitment, and responsibility are gateways to greed, selfishness, and corruption. 
I'll use my country, Nigeria, as a point, as an example for this. The biggest problem in Nigeria is injustice, followed by corruption, and then top off that corruption is one one leg on from the foundation, injustice in one leg on the foundation, but the roof is selfishness. Greed, selfishness. They don't care about any other person but themselves. But their belly, just their immediate family alone. I'll give you an instance. The Minister of Education in the whole country of Nigeria, and please forgive me if I'm picking on Nigeria, but that's where I'm from. The Minister of Education of the whole country, all his children are schooling abroad. All his children are schooling abroad, overseas. Why? He is not able to make the schools in his own country better for his children to school there. They are all schooling outside. And he went and took picture with his own son graduating in a foreign land. And said, I'm happy my son graduated. When he did, in his own nation, where he's a minister of education, they have been on suspension. The school has been on suspension for over six months already. Children born in that land are not able to go to school. What legacy is he living? Schools are closed because they took the money they can't pay the teachers. And he's a minister of education. But he, he has all the money. He's able to sponsor his children abroad. Then in the, on TV, they call him a good man, a good minister. When he's coming, everybody says, hey, the minister is here. But it's a shame. It's a disgrace to the community. What kind of legacy do you want to leave? He's a selfish man. He's corrupt. And he's a criminal. So what kind of legacy? Let's not take it to a nation. Let's bring it home. When you chose to party, instead of leaving a good example for the children, when you chose not to be a good influence on the children, you too are corrupt. You too, you are dealing with injustice. And worst of all, you are dealing with insecurity. Hallelujah. It is okay for us to quickly point fingers to other people, but oftentimes forget to point fingers to ourselves. What kind of legacy do you want to leave? Now, let me ask you a question. Why are we really serving Jesus? Hello? Why do you call him your Lord? Because he left a good legacy. He lived, he lived a sin-free life. He was an honest man. A man of integrity. 
Have you ever seen some um, children say, ah, she, 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 she gave birth to me, but I don't think she's really my mom? Why? Because the mother has been given to drug. The mother don't care. She, take, she care about the current pleasure that she wants to have rather than building a lasting foundation for the children. I pray that God will help us in Jesus' name. Responsibility, commitment, determination is what will help us to build a good legacy. Why determination? Because it doesn't just happen. You have to decide to be a good person. There's a big price to pay to be good. Because the churches or the alternatives are there, right? Attractions are there. Things that are trying to clamoring for your attention are there. But you have to decide, determine to make the right decision. Number four, legacy keeps us focused on the bigger picture instead of the little things that we can just acquire now and gain now. Why is it important on the bigger picture? Because it's not just about you. Hallelujah. Your actions affect other people. Mama, you don't know? Your actions don't just affect you alone. It affects other people. What I do as your pastor affects you. You may say, wow, pastor, I can live my life. Yes, you can live your life. But the oil flows from the head. So what I do as an elder brother to my siblings affects them because now they don't have a good example to follow. What I do as a friend affects my friend who are my core friend because now I, when people see me say they identify them with me, they become ashamed. They say best of the same feather they do what? They flock together. Show me your friend and I will tell you who you are. So my actions, personal action, is very, very important. Why? Because Jesus died. I didn't die with him, did I? But his death set me free. His actions set me free. Hello? Were we there when the devil sinned and was driven away? We were not there. We're not the way under Adam and Eve sinned, but because we are their grandchildren, we carry the consequence of their actions. So it is very important and very crucial for you to weigh your decision before you act. And the worst part as a parent. As a mother, when you open your mouth and curse your children, oh, you have gone into their future and create a stumbling block for them. I always give this example. A girl, she is only 13 years old. And she insults the mom, talk nasty to the mom, and disobeys her, disrespect her, 
and treat her really bad. And the mother, she's 36 years old. Hello? And she tells the daughter, don't worry. <laughs> when you get to my age and you have children, you will see. Mama, she did pronounce the cross. That's the cross right there. In other words, God will keep you until you are 36. And if you happen to have children, what you did to me today, I'm declaring and decreeing, will happen to you. She's only what? 13 now. But she has gone to many years ahead of her and decreed something waiting for her. And guess what the evil spirits will do? They will take it. Good! Life and death are where? In the power of the tongue. And the mother has authority over the child because she is still a minor. Why would the government not allow 13 years old to drive a car? Because they are still under what? Their parent authority. Hello? So as a parent, you have not only physical authority, you also have spiritual authority over your children. So when you speak evil, you are creating something in the future for them and you have laid a bad foundation for them. So when that girl becomes 36 years old, good children that she has given back to, that you call your grandchildren, wonderful children, right? All of a sudden, the word you spoke years ago will be activated. And the children begin to misbehave. And the same people begin to complain. I don't know why did my grandchildren are misbehaving. You decreed it. <laughs> You're only reacting to the power of the foundation that you laid. And now they are building on it. When you get home, read Genesis chapter 49. We explain everything to you. Jacob called his children. Say, let me tell you what will become of you in the future. In other words, let me lay your foundation now. God will help us. That's not my message today. I'm going to move on. Number five. Legacy is very important to the Christian faith because it is all that the Bible represents. What the Bible tells us is what has happened what? In the past. Where we are today and where we are going. That's legacy. Legacy. So how we act on the Bible today determines where we will go in the future. Based on the stories. Wonderful story we've had from the Bible. Revelation chapter 20 verse 12. Revelation 20 verse 12. Revelation chapter 20, verse 12. The Bible says, And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and the books were opened. Ah, ah, with books. <laughs> the books of their life. Memories of their life. The books of their actions. Decisions that they made. The books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. 
and the dead were judged according to their what? Their works by the feast which were written in the books. So our actions, our legacies can determine where we are going to end up and how the generation after us are going to end. Unless they make a drastic change if they are working and building on faulty and wrong foundation. How can we leave a positive legacy? Life is best lived when we live to save others. An example, Matthew chapter 20. Matthew chapter 20, verse 25 to 28. Because of time, I will paraphrase. Jesus Christ took a towel and began to wash the disciples' feet. He began to wash the disciples' feet. And verse 26, he said, Yet it shall not be so among you. Talking about how the Gentiles take authority over order. Let me just read it. Say, but Jesus called them to himself and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who are great exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to be great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. And look at the key word here. Say, just as the Son of Man did not come to be saved, but to serve, and to give his ransom for many. In other words, Jesus Christ did not just come and live for himself. He came to be an example. He came to serve. And this is where humility is very important. A lot of people are very proud. They are very arrogant. You tell them to do something. Ah, come and clean the church. Ah, you are insulting me. How can I come and clean the church? Eh? You want me to go and wash the restroom? But you use the same restroom. Hello? You use the same restroom you have been asked to go and clean. But what's the reason for the pride? God have mercy on us in Jesus' name. Amen. Number two. Love your neighbor even if you don't like him or her. Hello? Love your neighbor. That's your supervisor that's giving you hard time at work. Love him or her even if you don't want. Like him or her. The Bible never said we should like. The Bible said we should love. Praise the Lord. What's the difference? You can love somebody from a distance. You don't have to be their friend to love them. But you like them, you have to be close to them. Hello? So that's I've just cut off there because of time. Luke chapter 10, verse 27. Luke chapter 10, verse 27. Luke 10, 27. So he answered and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. With all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. So when you want to leave a good legacy, you don't pick fights with your neighbor. You don't become a troublemaker. You become a lover of your neighbor. So you can represent Christ to that person and leave a good legacy for them. Do you know even not only your children are watching your behavior, 
your neighbor's children are also watching how you live. Hello? Your neighbor's children are also watching how you live. If you have ever lived with people that are not your children in your house, then they're watching your behavior and they want to build on that foundation. They don't have a good behavior in their home, they want to get a, a good foundation to build on. But if you are not living right, how do you expect your children to live right? And if you are saying, do what I say, not what I do, you are a bad parent. You are a bad leader. Hello? Somebody hear me? If you are saying, do what I say, not what I do, you are a bad what? Parent or a bad leader. You ought to be able to be the example. And look at what Jesus did. He took a tower himself, right? So as you see me do, go and do. Wash each other's feet. I'm making, I'm not telling you to do what I can't do. Jesus said so. That's what he did. He didn't just specifically put that word out, but his action said it. I have to be an example for you, if you, if I want to get your respect. A father who does not respect himself forces children to respect him. Right? When they grow up, is he going to force them anymore? No. They know. They are men and women for themselves now. That is the problem in America, one of the problems in America today. Number three, maintain integrity the best that you can. And not only just the best as you can, try to live a life of what? Integrity. Why do I say the best that you can? Because it will need God's help to actually help us. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 7. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 7. Proverbs 20, verse 7. The Bible says, The righteous man walks in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. Ooh, that is tough. The righteous man walks in his integrity. And his children are blessed after him. In other words, he leaves a good legacy for the children. And they are blessed after him. His good name, his good name, ah. We begin to follow the children. Number four, be a godly example because you will reap what you sow. If you are not a godly example, your children can decide to follow after your footstep, but you cannot blame them because you laid the foundation for them. We ought to be an example. And uh, John chapter 13, verse 12 to 15, already said that how Jesus Christ uh, took the tower and washed the disciples' feet. He left an example for them. Verse 15 says, For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Hello? Now, I don't want to pick a fight, but I will just say this. If you want your uh, people to respect you, but you don't respect yourself, that's tough, right? You're telling everybody, you must respect me. You must do this to me. You must honor me. But you don't honor yourself. You don't respect yourself. Even if they want to, you'll be hired. But they don't have a model to follow. Hello? 
But when you make it easy, when you respect yourself, because automatically it will become easy for them to do what? To respect you. Number five, be hardworking, don't be lazy. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 4. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 4. The Bible says, The lazy man will not plow because of winter. He will beg during harvest and have nothing. Laziness. You live a lazy legacy for your children. What are they going to have? They are going to live their life in crime. They are going to live their life in begging. Expecting government bailout. And that's a major problem in America today. Because parents, they want easy way. Drug, crime, violence, and their children have no better future because of the foundation that was laid for them. We have to be very, very, very careful. Number six, don't give up when you fail. Let your children see that, that you are strong. Let your Neighbors see that that God is able to preserve you. That you are able to press on no matter what. Don't give up when you fail. First Corinthians chapter 16. First Corinthians chapter 16. Verse 13 to 15. Says, Watch, stand fast in faith. Be brave, be strong. Let all that you do be done with love. I urge you, brethren, you know the household of Stephanus, that it is the first fruit of action, and that they devoted themselves to the ministry of the saints. They make themselves an example. They minister to other people. They minister with their life. You ought also to be able to minister with your life. And now there are seven quotes that I want you to remember as you go home. And, and as our mothers, please take this to heart. I put seven quotes here. I'm going to quickly read uh, because of time. I'm going to be in a hurry. Number one, true positive legacy, engrave your name in the hearts of your children, in the hearts of your co-workers, in the hearts of your neighbors, not your tombstone. What you want to be remembered for, start creating it now. Hello? Let people cry for missing a good person, not, not crying because they don't have resources to bury you. I don't understand what you what, what, I don't know. I don't know if you understand what I mean. Some people cry because oh, mom is no more here. I am not going to survive. Rather than she has done her part. Now it's my why? Because she has left me a good legacy. I want to build on the good name that she has, or he has. Number two. The greatest investment in life is the investment that will outlast you. Something good that keeps your memory alive in the life of those that you touch. Something good. Have you seen some people they look at the picture of, the, of their loved ones that, that are past and they start crying? Have you seen it before? 
they start crying. Why? Because they truly, truly, that person made an impact in their life. Have you also seen people who have never seen somebody before, but they heard how good the person was, and they started crying? They don't even know the person, but because of the good name of this person, they, they, they weep. I quickly tell you a story. I know I don't have time, but let me just share the story too. There were two men that died. One was a very, very rich man, but he was very mean because of his pride. And the one, other one was a very, very poor man, but he was very kind, he was very gentle, and very helpful. So when both of them died, the rich man, they blocked the street. Because the friends that were rich, they all came and did everything. And it was a powerful uh, ceremony and everything. But as soon as they finished burying him, the community forgot him. But the name of the poor man that didn't have money, only the community came to bury him. They changed the name of this, the major street to his name because of his goodness. He didn't have money, but he left his son. He could leave something to their lives that they will never forget. People did not cry when the rich man died, but the whole community wept. Until today, they can't remember the name of the rich man, but the name of the poor man, nobody has forgotten in that community. People may not remember what you did, but they'll remember how you touched them. They'll remember how you make them feel. They'll remember the good thing, the good impact you made in their life. Number three, your character is your greatest legacy. It is your footprint that people will remember you for, even if you are no more. Your character is your greatest legacy. Number four, legacy is not leaving something for people to try to remember. It is leaving something that people find it difficult to forget. Either in a negative way or in a positive way. How, who can forget Adolf Hitler, like I said before? If I were to mention that name, people, it just remind people of what he did. Right? But who can also forget Jesus Christ? When you mention his name, because he came to save us, the light comes on. But everybody's not the same. If you go to some place today, you mention Jesus, they say, ah, I don't want to hear that name. When you mention Hitler, they'll say, yeah, he was a military guy. That's what they are going to say. They will, they will praise him. So everybody's heart is not the same. We are not headed at the same, in the same direction. You're going to have those that will embrace good legacy. You're going to have those that will embrace bad legacy. Number five. The greatest legacy what can pass on to his children is not money. It is a Christian value and exemplary life. Money is good. Money is good. It's good for you to leave money for your children. But can money 
Eh ben, face pour les joueurs de Non? When you live a goal, sound faith for them. And they have seen you as a warrior. When they are in trouble, when they hit that rock, there's no place to go. They will not return to God because they have seen you do it. And not only they have seen you do it, they have seen God answered in that situation. So they are on a crossroad. And that is the major problem today in America and in the Western countries. That is why suicide rate is high. Because when they have reached their limit, they don't know what else to do. <laughs> Why? Because they have never seen people reach their limit and then break through. Number six. Think hard about your legacy. Because every day break, you are living a legacy. Think hard daily. About your legacy. Every day break, you are living one. It is never too late to put it right. Positive legacy pays because it inspires godly living. Negative legacy is a minus because it encourages evil and is a stain on your life image. There are two lessons I learned when I became a lieutenant and where I was working before. Um, I was encouraged and told, look at some people as a supervisor and learn from them, right? And look at some people as a supervisor and say, eh, I don't want to be like that person. So you have a choice on which kind of life you want to live. But can you remember one person in your life that has taught your life for good? Even if you didn't know the person face to face. Maybe maybe a book you read that touched your life. Maybe a song you heard that inspired you. Maybe the story you were told about somebody that changed the way you say things. In a negative way or in a positive way. So I'm challenging you today. What story are you writing? Which image are you creating? What book are you writing that people can read in the future and remember the legacy that you have lived? Finally, Revelation chapter 14, verse 13, as we close. Revelation chapter 14, verse 13. The Bible says, Then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Write, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works follow them. Does that make any sense to you? They are dead. Say, but their work, their legacy follow them. Their legacy follow them. Do you want to have a good name? It pays to have a good name. Good name can open doors. I have seen people who didn't have connection, who didn't have money, 
But somebody picked them up and said, because of what your father did to me. Because of what your mother did to me. Because of the good name of your dad, because of the good name of your mom, I am going to go all the length to do this for you. When I was in trouble, when I didn't know what to do, could have made a choice not to help me, but he chose to help me. And it's my turn to pay the same price for you. And I'm also seeing some people, and I say, ah, as soon as you mention your father's name, say, hey, is it the one from so-and-so place? Say, ah, <laughs> you ought to come back tomorrow. And you only find out, say, ah, how can you call me back? Call you back? <laughs> if you only remember what your father did to me. But as Christians, we're not like that. We have to forgive, right? But leaving a good legacy, leaving a good legacy is priceless. So when you make your decisions from today, please, I beg you in the name of Jesus, weigh your actions. Do what? Weigh your actions. Because you are writing, you are writing the book for the next generation to read. When we talk about heroes, some of them know their life, right? Martin Luther King. Some of us don't even know his life. But we remember how he stood and said, What? I have a dream. I have a dream. And if you really think about that word, I have a dream, it will inspire your own dream that anything is what? Possible. So, but what can I remember about you too? If you don't come to church tomorrow, will I miss you? Such a simple thing like that. If you don't come to work for one week, will the workplace be calling you say, when are you coming to work? I will miss you. If you are moving out of your street and neighbors are saying, please, why are you leaving? Stay now. You know you have made an impact. But when they say, ah, we are glad you are leaving. This neighborhood is bad. You know that you have not made any impact. In marriage, in schools, in the workplace, in the church, everywhere you go, how you live your life counts. Because every day, you are painting a picture with your life. You are painting a picture. You may not be there when the picture is unveiled. Why do we see, go to some places and see a big picture of people? Because they want to remember what they did, right? Can we have that kind of picture of you when you come? If you die tomorrow, God forbid. Yeah, God forbid. But what do you want me to say as your pastor? 
father as a mother. What do you want people to say as your friends? What do you want people to remember you for? Are they going to weep because a number is not there anymore? Some people are not, some people are just not like numbers. They don't really count. But they are going to weep because they truly miss a great link in the puzzle. The life you chose to live count. God didn't create you to be a waste. He created you to make a difference. How are you making that difference? Legacy you live. You might say I'm too young to start living legacy. No, my dear. Start building foundation now. But what foundation you build now determine your tomorrow. Right or wrong? Your, your, your friends want to be a pilot. You say I want to be a pilot too, but they are reading and you're not reading. Is that going to come to pass? No. I want to be a scientist, but I don't like biology. I don't like physics. I don't like math. Hello? Is that going to come to pass? No. No. So leave. Start building something now. You can fall back on tomorrow. And when you look, remember tomorrow, you look back and say, look what the Lord has Done. Woo! Glory to God. But I pray that Lord will help us in Jesus' name. There's a saying that the people of the world always say as I close. They say that uh, heaven help those who help themselves. It's not in the Bible. But it's just a logic that people have coined that you have a part to play. That's what they mean by that. God will not do everything for you. Go provide water for you, right? Do you expect to come and open your mouth and put water? No, the water is there. If you don't drink, you're going to dehydrate yourself. You're going to die. The water is available. But you have a choice. You go get the water. And even if you get the water, you are lazy. You don't want to purify the water. You take the only water that becomes poisonous to your body. You're still going to die. Hello? So life is what? A choice. Living a good legacy is a choice. Living a bad legacy is also a choice. Through determination, taking responsibility, and through commitment, we can together make a difference. One man, one man can make a difference. Through the life you live, shall we stand up? I want you to pray and ask God, Father, help me to live a good legacy. I don't just want to exist for existing sake. I want to leave a footprint that my family will always remember. They will find it very hard to forget my good works. They will find it very hard to forget my good name. They will find it very hard to forget the good character I've exemplified. 
What shall it profit a man? The Bible says, to gain the whole world and lose his own soul. A good name is better than silver, than gold. I don't know what you want to choose, but the choice is yours. I encourage you today, please, whatever you do, choose to leave a positive legacy. The Lord bless you.